Blog Talk Radio. Getting very, very close to the end of November. Just want to say good afternoon, good evening, good night, wherever you are. This is the Saturday Morning Entertainment Show. I'll be your host, Ivan Henry, alongside Leon Francis, Dennis Heath. And of course, you two can be a part of the program, 515-605-9850. We... The community call, want to push the one. But without any further ado, let's go ahead and say good morning to Leon. He'll take us off in prayer, and then we'll do our housekeeping. Good morning, Leon. Thank good morning to Ivor and to all the wonderful listeners. Good morning, Dennis, and all the others who will be joining us later in the day. Good morning. Good wonderful morning. day in my neck of the woods. I said, it's a wonderful day in my neck of the woods. I hope it is the same with you guys, I know. A little, little bit of cold weather, but it's gone as I wake up. Okay. Well, give this show its blessings that we will be off and running. Yes, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning. We thank you for your giving us this opportunity to present yet another show. We are grateful for what you have done for us in the past, and we pray you just continue to bless the show. It could be one that will be remembered without any interference whatsoever. In your precious name we pray, amen. Oh, Lord, also we ask your kindness and your continued support for our loved ones who are struggling with ill health, namely my dear wife, Eunice, Dr. Leroy Lashley and his daughter, Lisa, Connie Wickley, Ellie Matt, Everett Carter, Oliver Solomon, Merchus Nisbet, El Camilo Willett, Ralston Otto, Winfrey, Francis, Selbert Francis, Dennis Kellerman, Joseph Gunshop, Willis and Mona Daniel, Fillmore Hallpike, Earl Stevens, Janet Hughes, Dr. Roger Brown, and Virgil Francis Jr. I'll just hope and pray you can touch their bodies, Lord. Heal them from the bottom of their feet to the top of their heads, so Lord. Bring them back to their normal selves so that they can continue to do the work you put them here to perform. Yes, also for healing touches and those who are not, have not expressed their concerns, Lord, but we just pray that you will touch each and every one. Look down upon this country and the others who are struggling with the COVID-19 
still, Lord, and pray for the folks who are without a job, without finances to keep them um, and, and up to date with their medical um, supplies as well, Lord. We thank you for all you can do. Help them in any way you can. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. And we want to say a pleasant good morning to you, Mr. Dennis, over there in South California. Good, good morning to you, Ivor. Good morning, Leon. And good morning to those of our folks who are out there listening. It's a very chilly 45 degrees out here in Southern California, but uh, the forecast mm-hmm. is for 80 degrees by midday. So we are looking quite pleasant. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, good morning, Dennis. We are 65. I'm not uh, envying you for your cold weather. I like it as it is right here in my neck. Back to you, Ivo. Is Ivo with us? No, no. Looks like we've lost Ivo. No, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Thanks to Dennis. I know he's over there in his. at this time. So, then if you want to say thank you for getting up this early, of course. So, without any further ado, let's just go ahead and um, ask Lynn to give herself and his household. But the folks always inquire. Well, we had we had a wonderful Thanksgiving to top it off with, and. Um, I was there, all my kids, my kids were here with me and grandchildren, and my son-in-law, and we had just a nice little party for five, and we just enjoyed it. Uh, yes, it was six of us, really, but we all had a wonderful time, got my food from Publix, <laughs> and it was such a treat not to have to cook. It was well prepared. All you had to do was to stick the turkey in the oven, and in our time, it's ready. You had all your seasoning, your side orders, and all you had to do just put them in in the microwave and heat them, and then just serving was easy. So it was good. As far as the health of my wife, she is still the same. Nothing to to uh, very concerned about, but she is there, just hanging in there. And hopefully, one day she'll be back on her feet again. That is my wish. And if you have time, if you if you have the a song that I'd like to dedicate for her is a song called Sufficient for Today. Sufficient for Today. You have that tune. I'd like to play it especially for my dear wife, Eunice. I know she would love to hear it, but I, I just heard it and I love it so much that I want to dedicate it to her this morning. So back to you. You can tell us about your Thanksgiving as well. Dennis, are you there? Oh, I'm so sorry. Yes, I am here. Uh, my yeah, Thanksgiving. Yes, this, bring, the, bring the folks up to date with your Thanksgiving. Yes, well, we had a family gathering planned, and uh, but we got lost in the shuffle because uh, some COVID infection, not within my family, but uh, my family mm. member was close to someone who came down positive, and then my son also my grandson he had to work and he was assigned a covid patient to work with all week so 
we decided in the light of that uh, we would uh, postpone our you know thanksgiving meal until another time but we still had in our own quiet ways in our smaller household a pleasant pleasant uh, thanksgiving day thank you back to you very well well very quiet on my end here to be honest with you mm-hmm. and um, you know this, the usual football gathering on uh, on the Thanksgiving that was yeah. happening around here but there was plenty of food everyone was fed up the stomach so that was a good thing mm-hmm. and um, yesterday being Black Friday I took my grandchildren and some of the kids to the Broward County Fair posted one of the mm. pictures online so that's it for me here in terms of my Thanksgiving I spoke with Murchis this morning she's under weather and uh, mm. she says hi and hello and okay she'll be yes so Leon might have to give a special something for for Murchis over there Okay, yes. Uh, Give me the name of the song again before you before you do that. It's sufficient for today. It's by the okay. by the Maverick Music, Maverick City Music. Sufficient for today. Sufficient for today. We pray especially this morning for Merchant as she is under the weather, Lord. We know the times it is. That your body is just wear out and you can't do as much as you can, but we just pray that you will just look over her this morning. Put your healing touches on her, bring her back to her normal self, or you know you have work left for her to do for you. And we pray that you touch the bottom of her feet and heal her to the top of the he- her head, Lord. We trust that you will look over our dear sister and bring her back to her normal self so she can be here to continue your work. To be with us as you in your precious name we pray. Amen. Back to you, Iva and Dennis. I know I was trying to find that song because it's hard to find, but anyway she can no, find no. it. Okay, okay. Yeah. okay. You just <laughs> name the tune, Leon. Yes. Name the tune sufficient for today by the Maverick. Maverick City Music. I love that song. I read it for the second time. Okay, let's see, we'll do our best. Oh no, we're getting a little hiccup here, so let's see. Let me see if I can.
Introducing a book of the Bible this morning. I'm sure you are familiar with the book that I'm going to be talking about this morning. Now, then it's the book of Psalms. Yes. Did you say yes or no? <laughs> I said yes. You're quite familiar. Oh, okay, good. Okay. Iva is not with us. Well, no. Yes, I was trying to get in there. Book. I don't know why now. <laughs> yes, I'm coming in, but there. repentance. 
Many of them were written by David, King David. The rest were written by the sons of um, Korah, Solomon, and Moses, and of course other people. To me, one of the best books in the Bible. Just want to refer you to some of the most popular verses in the Bible. The Psalms 23. Most of you will know that the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures, he leads me beside his quiet waters. Next one is Psalms 46. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in, tr- in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way. And the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Next one I want to refer you to is Psalms 91. Psalms 91 is perhaps one of the ones we use more so when we are at the Bible, at visiting someone in the hospital. And I'm sure Phil, when he comes on, he remember when we used to visit in the hospital. We just read the Psalms 91. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. This morning, folks, the book of Psalms. I hope you will just find some time to go through that book. has something for every day, every circumstances. And I just thank you for allowing me to do that this morning. And he has also asked me to just play this song, which I requested. Hope you guys can hear it well. Sufficient for today. The Maverick Choir Orchestra. No, we're not getting anything, Liam. We're not getting anything? No, no, no. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we're getting some hiccups here this morning. Okay. Okay, well, folks, we're in tune with the Saturday morning entertainment show. And of course, we're going to be here with you until high noon. We're into the inspirational portion. And, um, trying to get a specially requested song there. Meantime, then until it comes up. Let's... Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by a choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows the turkey and the mistletoe 
Yeah, the song specially requested by Leon, and it's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Well, Whitney Houston, I look to you, Lord. I look to you.
Yeah. 
One day I'll find Thank you. 
Yes, you just have to play it twice. You just have to play the ending twice. And that song was requested by Leon Francis. And folks, that's where we're going to be ending our inspirational portion this morning. A little hiccup along the way, but truly, truly hope that you would have enjoyed the selection played. And the book of the Bible, of course, that came in at 9.30. <clears throat> so don't forget, at 11 o'clock, we'll be having the Debbie and Dawn. They'll be giving us an update. And I'm sure they're going to tell us about people who are fed up to the stomach on Thanksgiving Day, even though they don't celebrate it in the Caribbean. When you hear that, you know what time it is. You know what time it is. We're at the top of the hour, and uh, we're going to be having sports internationally and regionally with Leon Francis. Stand by. Yeah. Well, it's sports time. Leon, take it away. Yes, indeed. Thank you for the wonderful rendition of Sufficient for the Day by the Maverick um, Choir, as well as Marianne and David George. Wonderful song. I heard it once and I'll have to hear it twice. It was wonderfully. Yeah, oh, yes, yeah, so nice. You had to play it twice. And when it's hot, we take it from the top. <laughs> and when it's on the sweet, top, we just have to repeat. Repeat, indeed. Thank you yes, for nice, your nice. accommodation. Yes, indeed. Let's start off this sports this morning with some news out of England. We are Mike Vaughan. He has apologized to Azim Rafik for hurt during racism controversy. And Michael Vaughan is the former England captain and has told Azim that he is sorry for the hurt he has gone through after speaking publicly for the first time since being implicated in the Yorkshire racism scandal. And Michael, a little feedback. Ivor, can you help from your end? A little feedback? No, I have a little music in the background. Yeah. It's, it's not coming too clear at all here, so that's why. Okay, let's go I'll on. Here you clear mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, but Michael has been, has stood down from the BBC Test Match Special Commentary Team for the Yorkshire, for the forthcoming Ashes Series in wake of Rafik Clay, that he has told a group of four Asian players at Yorkshire, there are too many of you, of you lot. There are too many of you lot. We need to do something about it. So that is the first step. And he's told that the England and Wales Cricket Board has unveiled a 12-point action plan to tackle racism and promote inclusion and diversity at all levels of the game. So some steps have been taken. Turning our attention to the West Indies tour of um, Sri Lanka, and the first test, as most of you have known by, by now, 
West Indies went down by 187 runs. Scores, Sri Lanka, 386 and 191 for four. West Indies, 230 and 160. Turning your attention to England versus New Zealand. The first test is in action, is in progress right now. New Zealand replying to England, 345. Scored 296 in their first innings, and England, no, that India, in their second time around, were 14 for one. And that is the scores. So again, India, 345 and 14 for one. New Zealand, 296. England lead by some 63 runs. India lead by 63 runs. West Indies are to tour Pakistan, and they have picked. Um, two teams, and I'll give you you the teams. Headline coming out of Guyana is that that um, Rutherford, Moti, and Guyanese are the only Guyanese for the upcoming tour of Pakistan. But I, for one, don't see his name in the list, Rutherford. But I'll give you what I have. The ODI team is as follows. Here it is now. I just had it and lost it. A lot of shuffling in the back there. I have a thing No, that's not for me. Okay, okay. I, I, I... Okay. The T20 International is Kyron Pollard, Captain. Nicholas Puran, Vice Captain. Darren Bravo. Rustin Chase, Sheldon Cottrell, Dominic Drakes, Shia Hope, Akil Hussain, Brandon King, Kyle Mears, uh, Gurashesh Moti, Mario Shepard, O'Dean Smith, O'Shane Thomas, and Hayden Walsh Jr. Just taking a look at the T20 ODI side, where it is now. Right here, but as if he doesn't know. Okay, the one day squad is as follows. Kyron Pollard, Captain, Shia Hope is the Vice-Captain, Darren Bravo, Shamar Brooks, Russell Chase, Justin Greaves, Akil Hussain, Zari Joseph, Gurugesh Muti, Anderson Phillips, Nicholas Puran, Raymond Rifa, Ramara Shepard, Odin Smith, and Hayden Walsh Jr. So, we'll give you more details tomorrow, the times and the date of their tour. Well, of course, let me do that. It's quite easy because they're going to be having three ODIs and three T20s, December 13th to December 22nd. India tour of South Africa, India A, that is. They'll play three test matches, November 23rd to December the 9th, and the first match that was played on the 23rd to the 26th was, washed, no, was drawn. And... South Africa, um, two of the Netherlands, so South Africa, two seventy-seven for eight, Netherlands, 100, no, 11, without loss, Those, that match was drawn. T20 standing, or the T10 standing over there in the United Arab Emirates, yeah, Team Abu Dhabi, in first place, Deacon Gladiators, uh, second, Bangla Tigers, third, Delhi Bulls, fourth, and the bottom of the league are the Northern Warriors and the Chennai Braves. The woman Big Bash over there leading in the pack are Perth Scorchers, followed by Melbourne, Melbourne 
renegades and ICC women qualifiers are in progress. They'll be playing 25 ODIs November 21st to December 5th. We'll give you the details tomorrow, of course. And some comments. That is young Cummins out of Pat Cummins out of Australia has been appointed the new Australia captain. He was the 47th, 47th test captain and his deputy will be the return of Steve Smith. Steve Smith. So we'll give you more of that tomorrow. And according to the schedule, Kawaja has been recalled for the first two Ashes tests. Bangladesh versus Pakistan. Pakistan replying to Bangladesh 330 were 145 without loss on day two. Some day two in that encounter. And Ben White, he received his maiden ODI call-up for, for Ireland's USA tour. And those tests start December 20, 20th with a warm-up match. And the venue is to be announced. And then they go into cricket action from this 22nd, USA versus Ireland. And you know where that is going to be? Right here, right here in Florida. And, of course, on the 23rd, there will be another match. And the third, first ODIs will be on the 26th. The second will be on the 28th. And the third will be on the 30th. That will be played right here in the beautiful city of Lauderhill. And West Indies women, they have um, defeated Ireland in the World Cup qualifying matches. And, of course, DeAndre Dutton was in good form again. He made a, a start on 73 from 87 deliveries. And news coming out of Antigua, that's the Kirkley Ambrose. He used to go to Burbies to take part in a fast bowling clinic. And there is a young man that he's eyeing very much and... Uh, I'll bring his name to you now. He's from Guyana, and he's one of the players that is being looked at with some hope that he'll be one of the future quickies for the West Indies. We'll give you that name tomorrow. And Owen Antigua, 12 teams were targeted for a Vax Cricket Association tournament, which kicks off um, somewhere in December, in December the 18th and the 19th, and give you more details as we go to find and I will also want to let you know that Leon Kumar Rodney, he will be seeking a real election as president of the Antigua and Barbuda Cricket Association and I support the young man um, sincerely and I'll do all I can to make sure that he gets back in position but I doubt if anyone would oppose him because he is doing a wonderful job and turning my attention to my favorite sport, and that is the England Premier League, where Chelsea are on top with a three-point lead over the Manchester City. Liverpool, they are third. And, of course, in fourth place, we have West Ham. Arsenal, they are fifth. Wolves, sixth. Tottenham, they are on seventh, in the seventh position with Manchester United, eighth. Brighton 9, and in 10th position at um, Crystal Palace, followed by Everton, Leicester, Southampton, Brentford, Aston Villa, Watford, and Leeds. In the cellar zone, we've got some music 
In the cellar zone, we have Burnley, we have Norwich, and we have um, Newcastle. So again, in the cellar, Chelsea on top, 26, 29 points, and uh, Liverpool is trailing is 25. Liverpool trailing 25. Chelsea on top, 29. I repeat that because I love my team. And just to tell you some of the matches that are going to be played tomorrow because Chelsea is going to be taking on whom? Chelsea is going to be taking on, I think it's Man United. And that's going to be a big one because Manchester United not doing so well, but this could be the match that revives them. Chelsea versus Manchester United. Man City versus West Ham. Leicester versus Watford. And Burnley versus Tottenham. And Brentford will be playing the early match will come up against Everton. But I'm going for Chelsea all the way as they take on Man United tomorrow. And that's it. We just invite each and every one of you to be with us tomorrow. As many as you as possible will be joining us. And we just want to just let you know that we have a great show in store for you. And thank you, Ira. Back over to you. Post-Bushing Brief there, brought to you by Leon Francis, telling us where we're going to be tomorrow to get it in full. It's going to be on the Block Talk Radio, the Cricket Show. BlockTalkRadio.com forward slash the Cricket Show. 6 o'clock in the PM, make it a date, and uh, don't you dare be late. So let's see if Dennis has something for us on the local scene until we hear from David. Dennis. There aren't much happening for us other than last weekend's game, which uh, we already covered. Nothing new happening right now. We're just preparing for the uh, new season, which, of course, many people know here in the state will start at the end of uh, about April of next year. So there's not much on the calendar right now to um, bring you. But I'd like to ask Leon if he has any information to you know, tell us why we have West Indies amongst the... Uh, squad that he's just given us. We have Lewis, Hetmeyer, Russell, Simmons, all unavailable. It is very odd that, uh, or it appears that these guys are picking and choosing. Perhaps, maybe not today, but maybe tomorrow. We'll hope to um, see if we can get some additional information on why these gentlemen are unavailable due to personal reasons. Yeah, but I would like to know where they're going with Shehope as vice captain. Wallace and those guys came up with that idea. We have Hetmeyer, who's been a captain for the under 19, successful one. We're invested in, in um, Powell. That's his name, right? Um, the guy from Jamaica there. Before, oh, was Mam Powell. We have a very invested in him, captain. We have a vice captain in the White Ball Farm 2020. And, um, one. So I, I I just don't get it, man. I just don't get it. So a number of these players have not been available for the tour. That's so Hetmeyer is one. It's one of the Wait, players that has not been. He he's not playing no cricket. He's not playing in the ten. So what's the reason he's for not that? available? Committed to he's not available for personal for personal reasons. Says for well. personal reasons. So. Personal reason. That was the statement came out. So we'll have that for tomorrow as well. Um, That's the same thing the former 
president said, commitment mm-hmm. is what we need. If you need yes. to take a rest, let the world know that you, you, you're yes. taking bed rest. You're doing something. This personal reason business and West Indies cricket, no. The servant of the people now. You get an opportunity. Let us know why it's personal. Why you're not taking. Is it something with you and the the the, um, the coaching staff? Something with you and this captain? Something we need to know these things. You just can't personal reason. Personal reason. Others have said for personal reasons we're not gonna be going on this tour. So. I well, right. so them. What is the food? They need their own barber. They need their own cook. They need something. Yeah, maybe for personal. Well, I don't know. I don't know who, why, what's the reason. But I think that is acceptable. If they have a personal reason, they have acceptable. One would no, they need to draw the line yeah. in the sand and yeah. say, "You're either committed or you're not committed." That is what the former president would have said. And I am agreeing with him. Commitment. Larry Tobas and those guys talk and cry, man. You can't do it like yo yo. Pull you, pull, we pull you up when you want, you go down when you want. Oh, no. Larry is not, not being sick because he is giving a rest. So. Okay, I can understand to... that. If you're tired, you're taking a rest. Fine. Why do Skipper not taking a rest? Yes. Why Paula not taking because... a rest? Because he feels that like he has for the last done. 12 years non-stop. Tired. He feels that he, he owes West Indies something. That's what he, what he claims. Yeah, but you can't give him the best when you're not on your best. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, what I say about class and form? Form is temporary. Class is permanent. Class is form is permanent. Form. Yeah, so he wants to yeah, have class and he's permanent and he want to go... And say, listen, I can still leave this, despite what all you guys are saying. I can still leave the Westerners to for the ODI and the T20. All right, so let's no, see think, what I we can talk about tomorrow. But anyway, we have um, we're kind of standing by with birthdays, anniversaries, and events that would have taken place on this date, alongside um, it's many special fans, but. David is in the house, and he's going to tell us what transpired last week. David, come on in. Morning, Ivor. Morning, sir. Good morning, Marquis. Good morning, partner. Good morning, Leon. morning, Lynette. Good morning, David. Good morning, Benny. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good day, good evening, good night. Good life. Um, last week was, um, well, finally it was last week put on by the South Florida Cricket Alliance here inside Central Broad Regional Park. And I must say, um, before I go into details, I say thanks to South Florida Cricket Alliance the two teams who participated in that final but having the hindsight to take that final inside the stadium uh, and the fans who came out and witnessed that that game also to the ground staff who did a wonderful uh, excellent job in getting that field ready for the entire week 
and also reigns during the match. Um, also, I'd like to say thanks to Block Talk Radio and the Office of the Lakota Alliance for bringing the live broadcast there. And Mr. Hilton Tucker, who had it um, on Facebook. So we want to say um, kudos to each and every one for the excellent job that was done behind the scenes that um, the public didn't see the work that was put in to have everything going. So I want to say thanks to each and every one who um, things run smoothly. But I say I it was an excellent final and um, rain came and played a little part in it, but I don't think the team that batted second in on the chase, um, I think they either may have miscalculated or started out too slowly. And the final was played I hope between Traffic United and Port St. Lucie. Port St. Lucie was looking to get a clean sweep of this year competition, but they were denied by Traffic. Uh, Port St. Lucie won the toss and asked Traffic United to take first strike. And they made 129 for 4 of 17.5 over when Rain interrupted play. And their innings was closed. There were some overs lost, so the game was reduced to 17 overs as a team by a DLS. And Port St. Lucie was asked to make 164 of 17 overs. As I said, they started out too slowly, so they were not in the chase. Now, batting for traffic. Um, Brian Watson got 46 from 36 balls. He had um, four fours and three sixes. And the leading run scorer, Gavin Wallace, got 43 from 22. He had two four and four sixes. And um, man of the match, Dale Africa, he got 13, 13. Um, 31 from seven from 27 ball with three four and a six and the next person to go into double figure was um, Philarm Davis he got 16 you now bowling for St Lucy Shiram Negi got two for 35 from four so that was each for Charles Reed and Glenn Hanglin. Reed got one for 29, and um, Anglin got one for 30. So the wicket taken. As I said, due to the DLS system, they, um, they had more runs to make in just about the same amount over. And when they, when they batted, the first wicket fell, and the score was only six. Was that Mark Pinnock in 1.4 overs. And the next to go was Richard Louis when the score was on 17. So the 17 for 2 and 3.3 overs. I think that time they dug 
a big hole to dug themselves out of, and they could not dig themselves out of. But Evergreen, Charles Reed came there and they tried to put the fight to them and Rodney Osborne. Green made 68. So between Green and um, and husband, they put on 104 for the um, 105 for the fall of husbands with so Reed got 63 from 44 ball with 6-4 and 3-6 and then Rodney Osborne got 40 from 36 with 1-4 and 3-6 and then Tally Reed was not out on 63 so holding for Tropics United Dale Africa got 2 for 22 from 4 and Gavin Wallace got one for eight from one over. So congratulations to Tropics United for getting their putting their getting their first hole in any hardware in South Florida physical alliance competition. So this season now comes to a close either. Uh, they might be as I said I Right now, the season is closed, closed, and we're waiting to see what next they'll do before maybe before the end of the year, if anything, or early next year. Again, congratulations to Tropics United. Kudos. And um, thanks to all the, the, the people who work from behind the scenes to make that game the success it was. Okay, um, yes, we know we have, the US, we have the U.S. Open coming up in, um, starting, I think, December 6th, I think, to the 13th. And we have Ireland games that are coming through here against the U.S. December 22nd through to the 30th. So that's, that's going to be it here, Ivor. So yes, David, I want to say thank you and um, a special, special thank you for Leon just talking about behind the scenes. You didn't bring the butter, David, but I'll, I'll mm-hmm. butter it up. Yes, mm-hmm. Leon and Main Street they did a wonderful job and staying and keeping keeping afloat, you know, where they don't have any dead time. Many times when we have something dead, Leon was right on cue so, um, to keep things up there. So, Leon, do want to say a special thank you. Back there. No strangers to that, let's put it that way, but um, you still have to give commendation. You can't wait until you get beneath um, the ground and six feet to say these things. So, mm-hmm. yes, and to you, David, you, you're not going to put your own horn for um, keeping the schools um, <coughs> relevant, and uh, at least the commentary would not be relevant without. Um, you bringing it on the scoreboard for us to um, talk, and us meaning Ivor. We had White there for a few short moments, and um, Tucker, I summoned him to just lend his voice. And of course, we had a, an interview with the with the mayor, and he seemed to be very interested in knowing that cricket is being played in the park because he did a test to the millions that come through 
um, Lauder Hill in terms of revenue. Not only Lauder Hill, but Broward especially, and Florida. So, also, I will also like to say, this is not just to say thanks to Mr. Mawat. He operated a big board. So, I just like to say thanks to him also. Well, it just stole my thunder, but anyway, I I I still echo it and said, uh, for the fans who are um, at the park, you know, they can only look at the scoreboard. Some would, you know, get their their phones to their ears to find out what's happening and to go online because David score was going out online as well. But apart from that, being in the park and to see, you know, the scoreboard and some of the highlights that Paul would put there, that's very very special. Thanks to him. Anything in computer, man, you just have to give it to Paul. If it can't be done, that means can't, Paul can't do it. If it can be done, Paul can get it done. I'll set up it out in the water in my mouth. So, for the many listeners, you know, we want to say thanks to them too. I mean, without them, we'll be talking to ourselves most of the time. So, a little bit on the map to David. I think the, the better team on that day one. The team that were most hungry won. Um, the supporting staff really came out of St. Lucia. And, <laughs> I said St. Lucia. Fort St. Lucie and, you know, Orlando area. They they came in in a travel bus, as a matter of fact. They came in in numbers. So the support was there for them. And locally, the support was there for the properties. They're the local Miami area, Fort Lauderdale area team. And um, I think it was a master move when you had um, Dale Africa, who is an out-and-out fast bowler. Became the pinch hitter. He batted at number three for um, his team. Um, those guys, they had a relatively good start. When I thought that Gavin Wallace, who is the, the, the top scorer in the tournament, would have really come on him because only 20 overs. They played it right. He came in and he pinched it and he took, he, 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 he took the fight to the guys batting at number three. And then when Gavin came in, came in as a finisher. And he was able to just finish off. Yes, he did get bowled by um, Tony Reed in the end, but by then the damage was done. The damage was done. Um, <clears throat> and you said Dale Africa became the man of the match with 31 and his two wickets. I think that was correctly done also. Because like I said, he's an out-and-out fast bowler. And what he did... He bowled off a shortened run and bowled round the wicket to this batsman, angling from outside leg, and it was really hard to get away. So, these are, these are things that folks have to notice. Um, skipper um, Brown, he stationed himself down on the long on position, and he took a really good catch, too. So, sometimes we have to know that some areas in 2020, especially areas, that's where you find the pollards and the the Russells and those guys came to take those kind of catches. And he did, he did a good job. But in the end, like you said, the double wasn't being realized by Fort St. Lucie. They won the Surrey over encounter earlier in the year. And we, we have to say, they came a long way. Because, David, you know, they were the, 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 the trumping boys. Everybody was trumping on Fort St. Lucie. But they got some reinforcement, I guess, coming out of Palm Bay, um, Orlando area. And thus, became a championship team. So, what else can we say? Kudos. And I hopefully we'll be there for um, that's the cookie show with the other matches. 
strict we show we did it somewhere along the line and um and she when when USA and um is USA and who we playing you said so they um Ireland, Ireland US and Ireland Ireland because Ireland is going to the Caribbean um to play yeah, against yeah. the West Indies so before they go to West Indies they will stop in here playing two three twenties yeah, and three fifty over game starting on the twenty yeah. second of December. Yeah, hopefully we'll get some ball by ball there. So we'll see what we can do do with that. Well, we wanna say thanks David, thanks for coming through. Of course you always enlighten us and tell us what happened and what is to happen. So we wanna say thank you for that. You had your gobble gobble yesterday. We know that you would have been fed up. I can hear you still in your voice, you you were true um Nigo. You got fed up and now you're still sleepy. But anyway, let's turn it over here to Mr. Cardinal Mills and folks stand by at eleven o'clock we're gonna have Don and Debbie. They two are gonna tell us about how many people were fed over there in Antigua and Barbuda, if any. Because we know they don't celebrate um, Thanksgiving like we do over here, but who knows? Something may have just trickled down. Well, just to say hi, but there was no gobble gobble here. It's just um, I had um, some goat. Um, some, my wife's um, relative came in, and we had um, some ox pay for them also. So that was basically wow. what that was made. For dinner, you know, special dinner. But we had a um, family that came in from all the town. Uh, they came down to fish, so we just had a. Uh, some, some well, no more to They're gonna really believe me now. I said David just has to be special. And what gobble gobble is talking about? <laughs> he he killed a whole ox. <laughs> just one of the many that he has. So. We want to thank you for that. All right, then I want to get to the cardinal here. Yeah. yeah. Thanks to the to the listeners. They are, and we will talk again. David, we hope hope you join us tomorrow because um tomorrow is gonna to be very interesting. There's a team being announced, and um, Leon just announced the team. I'm hearing it for the first time, so I have to go through it really. But it's gonna cause um great concern for a good debate tomorrow, I believe. So. Team but again, announced so by what? But yeah, Lynn announced a team <laughs> there. We have Shea Hope now as the vice captain, and we still have Poan in the same team. So, I don't understand what's what's, what's going on. Same white ball, but but anyway. Um, Lynn, see if you can get in Cardinal there. I'm trying to I'm trying to get him in, but it's just. Let me see. From my end, it's scrolling around here. From my end, it's okay. going Okay, on. yes, okay. I think he's, he's in now. He's in now. Cardinal, good morning. Okay. Come good on. morning, good morning, Leon. Good good Dave, morning, Dave, Dennis. Dave. Good morning, Ivor. Mm-hmm. You guys hearing me? Morning, Carl. Yes, yes. David was okay. talking to you all the time, so put the heat in him. <laughs> oh, David. <laughs> Dave, good Dave, morning, Dave, David. Man. I, I yeah, want David, I wanted to listen to Ivor very carefully, you know. 
Good morning, Cardinal. I, I, I have, I've been teaching, I've been teaching, I've been teaching Lynette and, and, and Murchis how to do that. Okay. You, know, you notice that at the end he said, you killed, uh, you didn't tell him that, you know, but you notice he said, you killed a whole ox. <laughs> no, no, when he, when he left out, well, I know he's going to say, you killed a whole ox just to get the tail. <laughs> Once he yeah. had bad news about you again. You understand? Okay. You, you got to be careful. You got to be very careful with this fellow. I tell okay, you. Okay, okay. Tell you. Okay. 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 Well, it's been a wonderful day here in the Virgin Islands. It's a little, you know, cloudy, overcast with, you know, flu. With a, a, a few stuff, um, spaces are blue. But it's a nice day, it's a quiet day. The Thanksgiving that was usually celebrated, you know, I didn't get the wind of it that it was being celebrated here with as much gusto. I don't know if it's because of the COVID or because people are taking a different look at what, you know, this idea of Thanksgiving means and what it what it is and how it is celebrated and all of the misinformation that is being disseminated surrounding the 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 Thanksgiving activity. Um so but it it's been it's been rather quiet. It's been rather quiet. Most people I talked to said they, they didn't cook any turkey, they cooked some fish as usual and were you know, quite happy with that. So, well, Ivor, if you don't hear the gobble gobble, it's all right. People are kind of abolishing that gobble gobble story as well as the gobble gobble activities. Leave the turkeys alone, they say. Anyway, let me say good morning to all the fans, friends, and supporters of the Saturday Morning Entertainment Show. And with particular reference to the special fans. I'm going to say good morning to the people up in New York, Murtris, Donna, Ina. I'm forgetting somebody, either. I'm forgetting her name. Bubsy, 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 help you. No, not Bubsy. I, I remember Bubsy. Ina. Ina, Donna. Um... The little girl who skips the seat go, go, go up in Cumberland. Sharon, 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 yeah. Sharon. Okay, Sharon, Sharon. Sharon oh, and, and Lady Babs in his group. Uh, that's, that's just a little senior moment there. You I know, tell it you. It that time. <laughs> yeah, that's the tail. That's the oxtail. Yes. What oxtail? David said well, he was speaking oxtail. You just told David what you wanted to tell him. He killed a cow to, get it, to just get the tail and show it the thing. He got it like that. I, I, that's why you forgot. Yeah, that's why you started. That's why you. That's why you started to say. So I'm just telling David to be careful when you hear you speaking. You know. For me. You don't. Pana, I learned. Yeah, I learned my lesson well when it comes to Thanksgiving. Let, let me. Let me. Don't, break you. Don't embrace. I learned my lesson well now. A chicken walk mm. up to turkey and Thanksgiving and tell him happy Thanksgiving. I never hear more bad words from the turkey. Okay. Right. So which means somebody else is the turkey. David, like I say, you got to listen to this guy very carefully. And, and you know, I can't say that enough. Because you might, you might accept what he's saying as a compliment. 
not knowing that you're in real trouble. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you understand? Okay. I got you. You might be thinking, you might be thinking, boy, I get a nice compliment from Ivor there. He said, I kill a whole cow. But what you going to tell Lynette and thing is that you kill a whole cow just to get that here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's up to. You got to stay ahead of this guy, man. Okay. Anyway, okay, okay. I'm going to step on over to St. Martin, where I'm going to say good morning to Emma Thompson in St. Martin. They don't celebrate Thanksgiving like we do, and they don't cook turkey like we do, but they celebrate anyway. They're going to find the people in St. Martin are going to find any reason to party, and I'm sure that they're going to do it this weekend as well. So good morning, Herman. Good morning to the fans in St. Martin. Good morning to my good man, Carlos. Enjoy the celebration, whatever it is and whatever, whichever way it comes. I'm going to go on over to St. Kitts where I'm going to say good morning to Lynette. Lynette is not preparing for Thanksgiving either. She's preparing for Christmas since two weeks, two months ago. She's getting it all dressed up for Christmas. Don't know what she's going to do afterwards with the dress, but that's for her to figure out. Good morning, Lynette. And the fans over there in St. Kitts. Let me step across the channel to Nevis. So I'm going to say good morning to Mr. Renford Door and the, his staff there at 2020 Vision Radio. Now, over there in Nevis, they usually have this grand setup in the square of, a, of a, uh, some kind of lighting uh, arrangement you know, during the, 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 the Christmas vacation. So I'm sure that they are also preparing for that. Hey, enjoy it, whatever you want to do with it. Good morning to the people over in the UK. I'm going to say good morning to Omel. And Omel, you might be assured, is not happy with Liverpool being in third place, particularly behind Chelsea. And she's not going <laughs> to take that very light. But she's still confident. She's still optimistic. She said said last week to the end of the show, she said, remind Leon that it's early days yet. It's not yet time to rejoice. Chelsea got to be mindful of Luke. Okay. Good morning, Omel. It's nice and cool over there in, in the UK, as I understand. But you know what we got here? We've got sunshine. I'm going to go across the channel to Fort Lauderdale. Where I'm going to say good morning to Elimat, King Elimat, that is, hoping that the guy is doing okay. I still got to wonder if, 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 if Elmat recover yet, either. Anyway, we wish him all the best. You know, we hang in there with the brother with all these challenges. And then, you know, just in this come along and put more stress on the brother again. I don't like that. Elimat, cheer up, man. It, it will get better. <laughs> this too will soon pass. <laughs> I'm going to say good morning to Marva Jones and my favorite celebrity, Tiffany, and her little brother, Malik, and little sister, Tamaya. Good morning to you. I'm going to go on down to the southwest. I'm going to say good morning to Jerome Cutner-Richardson, who comes to you by way of Sandy Point, hanging out there in the southwest of Miami. Good morning, Cutner. Come on in and have some fun with us. I'm going to go on up to Georgia where I'm going to say good morning to Monique, Barbara, and Yvette up there in Georgia. They just have their grand Thanksgiving celebration, and from all the accounts, they had a great time. Good morning to you, 
and hope you're also going to have a great time here with us on the entertainment show this morning. And finally, I'm going to say good morning to my dear sister, Yvonne. Good morning, Yvonne. Yvonne is all excited. I don't know where she is, but I know she's all excited. We have we had a little rap. He's all excited about the the um the verdict that came down on when was it Wednesday? Yeah. Finding those three men who cornered that young man and jogging on the street and murdered him. She's all excited about that. Um. So. She got something to celebrate, but you know she's gonna celebrate with us today on the entertainment show. Good morning, Yvonne, and good morning to all the fans, friends, and supporters. Well, I've got a great show for you, despite of everything else. So come on and join us. We've got sunshine. Back to you, Ava. All right. Well, we we'll do the birthdays after the ladies cardinal. So stand by for that. Okay.
Drinking, man. Hey. Folks, man, drink some bush rum. Come on. Good for the corona. Good for the corona. That's the balance for you, gentlemen. Ladies. Folks, you're in tune to the Saturday morning entertainment show, and we are doing it until high noon today. We're standing by for the ladies in about six minutes or so. So, in the meantime, David, let me give you some more butter, man, because. People don't realize that you're the first one in and the last one out whenever cricket is being played. If you're an umpire, you get in first, leave last. You're setting up your scoring equipment and all this stuff. People think it's just to get an old book and a pencil and an eraser. No, we have long gone past that. Leon David wanted to even bring speakers and David bought a big truck, a, a big truck now, I'm telling you, a big truck. And the amount of things that David had on his truck just for the scoring apparatus. And he has a scoreboard, locally scoreboard made, apart from the big jumbo one that's in the park there. And David didn't have room for the speakers. That's the only thing that was missing. That's when they had the um, presentation downstairs, we just had to just do it manually via phone and pick up whatever voice there. But David, I have to still give it to you, commend you. Can't really want to hear this. Even on the way, getting up, David and Janet didn't even have time to cook breakfast. David had to stop to get breakfast. And you know what David had for breakfast? He killed a, a whole, whole, I don't know what he did with this off his head. I've never seen the head. But, um, well, Colonel would have seen the selfish head and the tongue. I've never seen the head. I've seen the tail. But that's what David spent one hour and four minutes, I checked it, eating in his vehicle downstairs. That's a big, how big a breakfast that David had that morning. Knowing he had to stay the course, albeit the rains came and gave him enough time to finish his breakfast. So David... I just have to say behind the scenes, let them know a little bit of what you've been doing. Eating and setting up. As a matter of fact, <laughs> don't feel bad, Dennis. He came in his PJs and he changed at the park. <laughs> and guess what? 
David will tell you. He had on his umpire shirt, although he was scoring. David. <laughs> and that's no joke. I am dead serious. There was a third umpire, and David ended up doing this third umpire's job while scoring. David, I just have to tell you. Stand by for the ladies. Um, I haven't seen him on board yet, but um, I guarantee you that they will be coming in because I'm sure they will want to tell us a thing or two about their, their Thanksgiving because they too have to be um, take time out to eat instead of always just feeding people. So about feeding people, I'm sure that they'll be telling us what a grand um, Thanksgiving they would have had. And they would have been thinking about the folks back there in Antigua and Barbuda. And folks stand by for birthdays and anniversaries too, because I'm sure you're going to have a birthday or two coming up. My first child had a birthday on the 24th. Uh, I think all of me have just taken us on Sunday. I was a little late in picking that up. I was on my way driving home. But I didn't, I didn't get to um, call him. But happy birthday. Mr. Chala. So, Leon, are we, are we having the ladies today, right? Any, any, there's a standing to, by? Yeah, hello, yeah, I'm trying to, trying to get them in, but you, you're, you're offline. You see, you're offline, right? Um, well, I can hear you clearly. Uh-huh. In here, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm using um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, no problem. Well, I tell you what, then maybe can you, you can follow yeah. from yours. I'm sorry. Well, maybe we can um. Well, you know, I I can. Uh, okay, let's let's give it. I think they're gonna call. It's, it's still one minute to one minute to because mm-hmm. one of them gonna call. Even if one calls, at least we we mm-hmm. we'll get them. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, well, which goes, in, in, the, in the interim, let me okay, say. Okay, we, we 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 have it, we have it, Dennis. We have um, I think it's Don here with us. Right on time, right on cue. They know the drill. They got the memo. Okay. So I don't think we need to call. They will be calling in themselves. So. Good morning, good morning, 845-820. I give all them the numbers because you're going to give it anyway. 6598, that's the number you call to make your contributions and be saying a happy Thanksgiving weekend to you. We know that you don't take a day off, you don't take a week off, but you're here with us. So Dennis, introduce the, 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 the ladies. Thank you, Ivor. Debbie. You know, this is uh, Christmas is Debbie. coming up. Hi, good morning. How are you? Debbie, good morning. You're fine. And, uh, this is Dennis with an introduction. Christmas is coming, and for those of us who can afford it, please remember those who are less fortunate. Debbie and Dawn at the Antigua and Barbuda Charity Group have been working hard to assist those in need in Antigua and Barbuda. So if you are listeners, if you can help, we at the Cricket Show urges you to help with a contribution. And it's welcome to Debbie and Dawn, and uh, the floor is yours. Go ahead. 
Yes, good morning. Um, this is Debbie Simon Campbell, and um, Dawn should be coming on shortly. And um, we are Antigua and Barbuda and CARES, and what we try to do, we try to help out as many families and projects in Antigua. The um, three projects that we currently assist is the Slamile Foundation, um, the Church of Refuge, and the soup kitchen. And um, so what we're looking at now is to assist families that are in desperate need of help. Um, this week, for example, uh, we got a video and pictures of a young lady who has four children. She's living in the Point area. Um, and the house that she's living in currently, it burned. She was living in the house before, she moved out, fell on hard times, and because of the pandemic, had to move into this house that is filled with smoke and inhalation um, that is destroying, I'm about 100% sure, all of the, the family that lives in that house, lungs. Her children are ages from 12 all the way down to 1, and she's currently pregnant. Um, and um, she, we're looking for baby items. We're looking for a house that we can probably get some assistance to rent. We're looking for all items for the children. And um, this, when we put it up on Facebook, we got a lot of people that critiqued it. You know, why is she pregnant? How many baby fathers are there? That's secondary um, based on the need that is there right now. We need help. We need medical help. She's, uh, she's pregnant. She doesn't know how many months pregnant that she is because she cannot afford to get a sonogram. She cannot afford to get any kind of prenatal help. Um, one of the babies that's in the house, it appears that he's malnourished. I'm sure his calcium is low. So um, she needs 100% help all around. So um, if anyone could help pitch in, you know, volunteer to adopt the family on some sort of level, it would be greatly appreciated. Um, once again, no judgment. We just ask them for help. There may be questions because we are humans and we are going to have questions. But I'll put this out there. If every time that we do stuff, um, God judges us on the same level that we want to judge each other, where, will, where would we be? And so we're also looking for toys for um, several, about 200 kids on the island, um, food for the food pantry. Um, we do have a food pantry with a house of refuge, and um, families go there, and they can get food replenished. Once again, a lot of families are still not working. Um, kids are just getting back to school. So it's not so much back-to-school supplies. We have covered that. But any incidental snacks, baby clothes, children's clothes, um, pampers for and um, puzzles for the residents at um, the Fines Institute, anything that you deem necessary, um, we will greatly appreciate taking it. Um, donate $10, and we're appreciative because that will go a long way. So I just wanted to thank all of those who have you know called and said something all who have donated 
Um, and just wanted to give you um, our committee members is myself, Debbie Simon Campbell, Dawn Cox, Curtin, Quinn Curtin, Travis Brown, Abina St. Luke, um, um, Sarah Getty from the Soup Kitchen, um, Claudina D'Souza from Barbuda, Earl Francis, Farai Blaze from the Blaze Show in New Jersey, Nigel Catering, um, Pastor Pete, and he is with the House of Refuge, Shanita Joseph, and she is um, the head of the Smile Foundation, Tracy Henry, Veronica Anthony. Um, so I just wanted to once again reach out. It's the holiday season. For those of you who have children, and they say, what can we get for Christmas? Maybe you can encourage them to, in their name, give a donation. Because I do that with my kids also. Um, I can be reached at um, Debbie Campbell, NYC, at AOL.com. And that is D-E-B-B-Y-C-A-M-P-B-E-L-L-N-Y-C at AOL.com or 845-820-6598. So once again, we're just reaching out and we had a big we have a big emergency this week. So anyone that knows of anyone that can help this young lady, we are desperately in need of help for her. Um, Dawn. Hi, good morning, everyone. Uh, thank you so much, morning. Debbie. Morning. I'm going to be backing up Debbie with what she's just saying because it's very important for people to reach out because we are our keeper. We are our brothers and sisters' keeper, regardless of the circumstances. Something can happen to any one of us anytime we need help. So we are reaching out to our people, especially those in the diaspora, that can help out with any type of monetary donation. The young lady is really suffering at the moment in point. And as Debbie said, we need help to help this lady. And if somebody has a home and they'd like to put her in there for a little while, while we figure out everything and while we get someone to um, permanently commit to helping her. Okay, this lady was not a lazy person. This lady had her business at one time, and she was doing well until the pandemic came and until the house burnt out. So just remember that all of us can be in this position at any time. So that's why we are really appealing today to help us. And so here's my information, Dawn. Curtin, my email is Curtin, K-I-R-T-O-N, 697 at gmail.com. They can also look up me, look me up on Facebook on the Don Curtin and message me on Messenger. Also, my phone number is 785-554-5628. Uh, do you guys have any more questions for us? Well, you guys personally, how was your Thanksgiving? I know you guys been giving and doing and doing and doing. Did you take a little time out to, or did you spit a turkey? Well, well, I can tell you right now, I was it was very quiet, and I also made the turkey, which I couldn't even eat some of it because it was too big, and I wish I had somebody to share with. So what I'm doing mm. is. Kind of cutting back, but I did have a very good meal, and I thank God for his blessing for me every day. 
Also, you know, I did the collard greens with the turkey meat and all of that type of stuff, the macaroni pie and things like that. So I'm not bad when it comes to doing things, but I'm also interested in sharing with other people, especially in my country, okay? I grew up like that. My dad was an advocate for our people in Antigua and Barbuda, and so I'm here to fill his footsteps, but I know it's really huge, but I'm trying my best. Uh, well, very, good. Um, very relaxed day for me. Didn't do turkey. Um, my son is in Germany. One of my daughters is in is not close by, and so on. So we decided that we weren't going to do anything big. And so I spent most of the day just relaxing. I made a li- I made what I wanted for myself was a little bit of potato salad and some turkey wings vinegar with parsley and I enjoy that and um you know not to you know overextend myself you know my mind was on all the people that needed assistance how can we help them so um you know when you have a price in front of you sometimes thanksgiving is 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 based on saying thank you god that I am alive thank you god for giving me the strength and the effort and the grace and the mercy that I can help others. We get calls every day right after. I was thanking God for all that. Got another call. There's a young man that got hurt on the job at APUA, and he has to be flown up here to get to go to rehab, and his wife needs to come up. And so... Um, she needs a place to stay, so just busy trying to find um, an outlet um, close to the rehab where he's at that someone can that someone can assist her um, because, you know, she really wants to come with her husband. So from one day to the other, it's just giving thanks for just reading um, to, um, for um, the opportunity to become a you know, a spokesperson or an assistant in assisting others, um, you know, praying for others. All of us have our challenges, all the hills that we need to get over. So I'm grateful that God gives me the strength and breath and uh, energy and the tenacity and know-how and the gift of um, trying to reach out um, to help others. So that was my thanksgiving. Okay. Well, Dennis is Go ahead and, and say thank you to the ladies, and we close it up. Once again, okay. ladies, Dawn and Debbie. Yes, I want to give me a chance. Go I ahead. want to say something to them Go ahead. Okay. Hold on, then. Let's yeah. okay. let, let, um, let come in before you close it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. Uh, De- Debbie and Dawn, yesterday I had yes. the pleasure Hello. of playing from Warri. I had the pleasure of playing in Warri with my daughter. And believe you me, I <laughs> thought about you guys. I say one or two. Invite you guys to play Warrior with me. I don't know if you are That's a good Warrior player. So you both know the game. Virtual Warrior. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Virtual Warrior. Yeah. So just a little by by stand. By I know I know about Warrior. My, my grandfather was a avid Warrior player before he went to bed each night. He would sit and he would play Warrior by himself. Uh, like Dawn, I know about it. 
Um, I'm amazed. <laughs> I up and watch people play, but I have never played it before. That's not to say. That's not to say. I would if 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 we would do it. Um, I would like. I'm always a good sport. I will Google and see how to do it, and let's see if we can get something mm-hmm. done. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Thank you for what you guys have been doing. Marvelous job. And you can count on me and the others. I just want you to take time out to give Ivor Henry uh, praise for his participation in bringing the show. And, of course, Cardinal Mills and, of course, Dennis Heath and myself, we make a team for the cricket show. So remember those names, right? Cardinal Mills, Ivor Henry, Dennis Heath, and you know my name. So just call those names and people will know who we are and where we are. That is absolutely yeah, I'd like to take the time to thank all of you guys. Um, I believe that this will get better, and I believe people will be interested in helping out. And so kudos to you guys. We would like to work with you all to continue to bring this together. And you are part of us now. Just know that. And so you can reach out to us. Um, Debbie will have the, the video and the picture if you guys are interested in seeing Exactly what's going on in our I country and what's happening with this forwarded, movie. I, I just forwarded to Leon. So that you have a better um, understanding um, when they went to visit her. It was on Facebook mm-hmm. that she was asking for baby items. Nobody knew. The, she doesn't know the sex of the baby. She doesn't even know how many months pregnant that she is. So um, the task is to see if we can get um, her some um, pro bono medical help not only for her pre um prenatal um prenatal care but also for the care of the children um that she has the other four children that she has because if she hasn't gotten any prenatal care over the past seven months um and she's living in the house filled with smoke i can just imagine that all four other children also need some a pediatrician to look at them and to um, give them a good bill of health or you know, to recommend what is needed for them. Mm-hmm. Thank you, ladies. Yeah. For those You're of welcome. Us, those of us who and can afford it, please remember those who are less fortunate. Assist Debbie and Dawn and the Antigua Barbuda Charity Group with your contribution. Thank you once again, Debbie and Dawn. Thank you, Thank you. Thank you Just one thing, do know that if you guys donate, it can be whatever you can give us, okay? We're not required a specific amount. So keep that in mind for everybody that's listening in. We accept a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, twenty dollars, whatever you can give us, okay? Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you, guys. Thank you. You're very welcome. You guys have a good day. Okay. Bye. I will back to you. Hi guys, well, we want to say thanks and ladies wish you all the very best over this holiday weekend. Be safe. It's a hectic travel weekend, so for whatever it is. So time's rolling on us here. It's now sixteen minutes after so, Colonel, without any further ado, I think we should just go ahead and get our birthdays out of the way. Oh, 
as the world's largest railway terminal. In 1914, the first British woman elected a political agent. In 1920, The Mask of Zorro, starring Douglas Fairbanks, is, is um, staged as the first American superhero film. In 1924, in New York City, the first Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is held. In 1946, English soccer team beats the Netherlands 8-2. In 1951, the first rocket to intercept an airplane at White Sands, New Mexico. In 1957, the United States Army withdraws from Little Rock, Arkansas after the Central High School integration. Remember that they got there in 1955, after the Brown Board of Education decision that, that, that uh, abolished segregation in school. In 1962, the first test flight of the Boeing 727 takes place. In 1965, 15 to, to 25,000 demonstrate against the Vietnam War in Washington, D.C. In 1970, test cricket debut of Rodney Marsh, the man with the iron gloves, versus England at Brisbane. In 1971, Soviet Mars II becomes the first space cast to crash land on Mars. In 1973, the Senate votes 92 to 3 to confirm Gerald Ford as president. Remember his previous vice chairman, what his name, Spiro Agnew was indicted for some felonies. In 1978, San Francisco Mayor George Moscone and Supervisor Harvey Milk were assassinated by former Supervisor Dan White at City Hall. In 1979, the first day-night, one-day cricket international match, Australia versus West Indies at the Sydney Cricket Ground actually the opening of World Series Cricket. In 1993, Lisa Hanna, 18 of Jamaica, was crowned the 43rd Miss World. In 1999, Helen Clark became the first elected Prime Minister of New Zealand. In 2013, Tiger Woods is named the PGA's Tour Player of the Year for the 11th time. Massive. In 2017, Britain's Prince Harry and Meghan Markle announced their engagement. Okay. And in 2017, eight donkeys, this is, this is interesting, eight donkeys were freed from jail after four days in Arai Uttar Pradesh in India for eating plants. <laughs> that must have been a funny, a funny time. Never heard of that one. I I I don't know if I've heard of or heard of that before. Anyway, that's, that's a I would also like to. Huh? I said that's a classic. That's a classic. That's a classic. <laughs> okay, I would like to add a few historical notes to this. Um, in 1095, this is how powerful the Pope was. The Pope Urban II was demanding that the West 
take control of Jerusalem from the Turks. Did this at what was called the Council of Clement. And this was what triggered the first crusade, a series of, of wars against the Muslims um, uh, 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 citing uh, the, the, the preference for Christianity and that Muslims were infidels. In 1493, you guys remember 1492, right? Well, in 1493, Christopher Columbus returns to, well, to Hispaniola and found an uprising against the Spanish led by the Taino king, Coanaba. And this only happened after they raped and murdered his wife. He tried to live in peace with the Europeans who had come, had landed on his, in his territory, but you know they took further and further liberties with his people, and eventually he staged an uprising. Now, as you guys know, our people were never prepared to fight this kind of battle. So they eventually lost it. And Kowanaba was captured and assassinated. He was hanged. Now, there's a funny story about Kowanaba. They said when he was taken to the gallows, they, they brought a Catholic priest to pray with him. So he asked the Catholic priest, what, what are you here for? He said, to pray for you so that your soul will go to heaven. So he asked, he says, well, uh, any white men are going to be there? The Catholic priest says, sure. He said, well, I don't want to go. So take your prayers and leave. That was Koanaba, the king, the chief in Hispaniola. And then back in 1868, you heard of General Costa, right? And his cavalry, he, he killed the Black Kettle chief, Chief Black Kettle, and a couple of hundred women and children on the Washiti River. So you, you, you guys, I just give you guys an, an insight of how long this thing been going on and how widespread it is. Well, those are my historical notes. And so back to you, Ivor. Yeah, we thank you for that. If anyone else have any any birthdays to offer, they can come on in at this time. Or any additional, anything that would have happened on this date. Thanksgiving may have fallen on this date at some time in history. You can tell us about your mess-up. Anything from anyone? Well, you know, I, heard, I, I saw a report yesterday where a certain Indian tribe gathered, and they were not gathering to um, celebrate Thanksgiving, but gathering to uh, commiserate on the loss of lives and so on, which is brought upon their tribes when the pilgrims finally came to the United States. And I thought that was an interesting insight into Thanksgiving. 
Yeah, I've, I just wanted to mention a, a friend of mine who passed on this morning, someone just called me a while ago. You know, for years we knew him as Brother Ellis, and he's from Jamaica, and he passed away sadly. I don't remember his last name whatsoever, but I know him as Brother Ellis, those of you who know. Brother Ellis at the Christ Fellowship Church in Miami, I understand that he has passed away this morning. They shall rest in peace. And I recollect many, many times we have had um, Bible study and going to a small group. He was a very, very, very active in that group. He is one of the guys who prays so well that it makes you don't want to go home after he prays. So sad to hear about him. May he so rest in peace. Okay, thank you. Well, noted, we haven't heard from Phil nor Lynette this morning. Let's see if they're planning um, that togetherness and that wedding or what have you. We'll soon hear about <laughs> it. So, <laughs> so they, 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 they come in cycles. They were here last week. The week before, they were not here. So I guess it's every other week we, we can expect to hear from them both at the same time. Well, let's hope that everything's okay with them. And at the end of this show... With Leanne having rendered such a special prayer for Marjorie all by herself, let's hope she feels better at least by the end of this show. Gentlemen, without any further ado, I think we should um, speak about the um, Ahmad Arbery um, case down there that last week we would have realized that uh, our, our white boy got off when he would have killed two and main one. And they um, said justice was done. And um, in this case, we have to say, well, justice appeared to have been done with um, vertically an all-white jury. We had just the one black in there. But I would say it seems as if that we get in some place, especially in a place like Georgia. I mean, hey, you know, you're in the deep redneck state, and those folks can come up and find these guys guilty. And virtually on all charges, they told, two would have got um, got away from two of the top charges there, but I think justice was done, I, I, I would think. I mean, you cannot bring back the, the young man, but I, I'm i going to twist a question here. I think they have another case coming up with um, concerning some, what, what do you call it, racial something there, um, be the federal case? Hate crime. The hate crime charge. Federal crime? Okay. Yeah, they, 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 they're going to bring, they have pending some hate um, thing. Do you think they should actually go through with that? Because <laughs> I believe that they should be getting a life sentence. I don't know what the judge is going to sentence them. But <laughs> according to this Spanish guy, he was in court one day and <laughs> the judge was winning out his sentences and giving him a whole slew of life sentences. And all he had to say, he said, Your Honor, I only got one life. I only got one life. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so he said, going to give them two, three, four life sentences. Like this part, he said, I only got one life. I only got one life. So, <laughs> that's just a light moment. Let's just see what we can do with this in the next half an hour. We're going to dissect it. What justice serves, we're going to start with death. Conviction for all three white guys. 
father, son, and I, I, I. So I went, I went job. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Yes. Uh, uh, I, I, I just dropped. So he, he called you, he called on you to make your remark. Well, and, uh, you know, it, you want to know if justice was it, served? In, in, in one sense, yes, justice was served, was done rather, no, rather than service mm-hmm. not served yet, it was done. But, you know, I, I, I'm a little perplexed by the fact that so many people after the verdict came in were happy and delighted and, you know, there was really very little room to be delighted because we have to think back to all those other cases where justice was not done. It was done in this instance, and yes, we are happy to see that justice was done, but it it was somewhat, it wasn't a time to celebrate. It was a time to be sober and reflect, and uh, it, it looked a little bit, uh, you know, anticlimactic having people cry, um, singing and dancing and praising because justice was done. It should be taken for granted that justice will be done, justice will be served in instances like this. And uh, the question I've posed regarding whether or not the uh, federal government should go ahead with their case against these men, I say yes, it's certainly because we need to set the bar so that uh, people are aware if they should uh, commit a crime with hate in their heart, then it will be addressed. And so, yes, I think it should be certainly addressed. And of course, the other point of interest was the defense, uh, that defense lady, attorney, who made the point in her summation of suggesting that because Ahmad was running without wearing a pair of socks, that that was somehow inhuman, that was somehow uh, a, a cast on his character. You know, it just goes to show the depth and the level to which uh, these people will go to to try to defend the indefensible. You know, we cannot have any more black pastors in this church because in in this court because, and so that just goes to show the level and depth of their racism and attempts to dehumanize our people. Leon, if you can hear me, it's back to you. Um, yeah, we're hearing you loud and clear. Sorry. Yeah, okay. Leon, um, you can give your take on it, and then we'll have Cardinal. Um, Looks like we may have lost Leon now. Yeah, it seems like we've lost Leon. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I've been getting dropped here to myself, but... Let's um, take Let's get your, your take on that, and you can talk about the stinky toes and the the toenails and all the kind of stuff, if you care to. Do you think that's had a bearing on the, the the jurors saying, man, what's wrong with these different people, man, trying to turn this guy into an animal? Oh, wait, hold on, Colonel. You, you, you've yes. been put on mute somehow. Wait, wait, begin again, Colonel. You're on mute. I, I didn't do that, though, but go ahead. Go it's on. not one with what defense... It's not so much what's wrong with the defense people. They're going to do anything that they they feel they have to do to defend their client. Um, it, it's, it's the boldness 
up to this point, they still think that they can turn this young man who is the victim of a heinous crime, they can turn it into, turn him into some kind of monster in order to appease an almost all-white jury. And, and this is what used to happen before. Throw the jury anything. Remember, in the United States, they tell you that a criminal trial is a search for the truth. No such thing. A criminal trial is a contest for the prejudice of the jury. They understand that. Maybe you all don't understand that. They understand that, and that they try to, to, to command that prejudice by turning, trying to turn Mr. Arbery into a monster. You know, talking about his toes and, and, and describe them as if they were claws and, rather than the, the, the toes of a human being. So the, here, uh, here is the basic premise of, of, of their culture, which is to demonize or rather dehumanize black people. That has been a cultural tradition, and it's not just a cultural tradition with, within the, 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 you know, the society at large. It's also a cultural tradition in the courts, their most sacred institution. Now, as far as it goes, we're going to say whether justice is served. No. To whom it was served? It can't be served to Ahmad Arbery. Neither could it be served to, to, to his family. If justice was served, Amar Arbery would be alive. That's the only way he could be served justice. How are you going to serve a dead man? So the, the thing is that this is accountability. And the reason why people are excited is that they have not seen it for the most part. Because while those three men have been brought to bear for, to account for their actions. There are so many others who are not going to be. There are so many others who have not been held accountable for their actions. And you can name some of them. The, 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 the young man, whoever murdered Sandra Bland, the young, the, the young one who murdered uh, Michael Brown, the one who murdered uh, Trevor Martin, the one who murdered Jonathan Farrell, the one who paralyzed Jacob Blake, you know, all of those are people who have, would, have to, would not be held accountable for their violent actions against black people. And so the majority of, in the majority of instances, that accountability is not going to be demanded. So, what is being demanded here is accountability, not justice. So I'm going to stand with those who say, hey, it looks different today. What this verdict said is that, hey, white supremacy, not today. But that doesn't mean it wouldn't be tomorrow. Justice means that Ahmed Arbery has gone, so has Emmett Till and, and those before. Justice would mean that my children and my grandchildren would be able to walk 
in the United on the streets of the United States of America without fear of being murdered unceremoniously or to the ceremony of some people who enjoy spilling their blood without accountability. So let's not get over ourselves yet to talk about how justice was served. It wasn't. It cannot be. We can say people have been held accountable in a way that they seldom have been. Maybe something would happen in the near future or even the distant future. That's my thought. Okay, let's see if we can get Leon. Um, we had called for him earlier. Yes, okay. I, I had a, had a problem. I couldn't get in. I was dropped out. I yes. couldn't get, get in. Go ahead, So um, I didn't hear the question per se, but I, based on what Cardinal is saying there, that I, I assume that we're talking about the, the guilty plea, that the guilty verdict that was that came up, and I, I think we haven't reached here, but I'm happy to see that they found these three men guilty. I tell you. Right in the 60s, I'm sure they would have been rejoicing tonight. But I, I'm glad that that happened. It seems as if we are having an opening. And you know, it just brings me back to what, is, what was happening all the way in, uh, in Yorkshire. Here's Michael Vaughan coming out and saying he's sorry. He knew that things were going on like this. And he is reported to have made this comment, we had enough of you here, and we're going to do something about it, meaning those uh, Pakistanis. And uh, it, it also left for me to see what the sentences would be for the, these three people. I hope they, they, they are lost in, in prison. And the federal government should definitely go through and get some charges against them. I don't know if the family of uh, the deceased guy, that was the murder guy in my view, would have been able to, to sue for, for damages done. You can't bring his life back, but they should pay, just like they went to o, at OJ and, and, and just get everything that he had. They, they should be able to pay for these consequences, for, the, for what they've done. It also reminds me about this young man who was in prison for some 40, 40-something years, 42 years now that he comes out, the city of Minnesota or Wisconsin didn't have a cent to pay him, and he had to go to... to um, a fundraiser on to get some $400,000, and the guy was entitled to so much funds if he had lived in another state. It, it's inhumane. I think we are reaching some place. We haven't reached there yet, but I'm glad for this verdict, and I hope that the judge will go, go through and give them the maximum. Back to you. Um, yes, indeed. And um, like I said, um, I think we're getting some place. But could you imagine what used to happen before exactly. the invention of cameras? Do you know it mm-hmm. is only because of one of the defendants filming it that caused a conviction? That is what they exactly. used. Exactly. And yes. they only did it because they thought they would get away with it. And yes, I believe yes. they would have done things like this before. Because there was no need for them to publish it. There was no need. But it's like, I I, I hit you and you can't do a thing about it. That's that's what they were trying to say. 
So go down Fifth is, Avenue and I can shoot. I, I can, can go down Fifth yes, Avenue. And I would let you hit the nail on the head and you took it from me just now. I can go on Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and I wouldn't lose one vote. A president said that. And, and he got 78 million votes, have remember? demonstrated right there. <laughs> I can film a lynching. I can film a kill, killing. And I wouldn't get one conviction, not even a battery charge. Never mm-hmm. mind murder. Mm-hmm. I honestly believe that's how we should be looking at this. The film writers, makers, and book writers and everybody, they must take this down the road to show the motive that these guys had just by presenting that film, that recording. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they would have never done it because, you know, in life, we always throw stones and hide our hands. You say things, you get on social media, and you use um, aliases, you use all kinds of names because even what you want to say, you know, it is whether right or wrong, you just want to be out there. But these guys were brazen. Mm-hmm. And I have to commend the Jews because they have got I don't know if yeah. Yeah. they took they, they took a short time, so I couldn't say well that one person was trying to hold out for mistrial. It came back what, within three days? Yeah. And Colonel would have addressed last week when I thought when they, when instructions to jurors are given and to take home and all the stuff. I would say, well, I think we are, we are getting someplace and we are becoming civilized because once ago I would have thought that would have been a no-no, that's a mistrial there, right there. But the big question now, as we, you know, we're getting close. Do you think there's okay. going to be an appeal and what do you think the outcome would be? An appeal and next question, sentencing. Quickly, we can go on the board. Well, what appeal and sentencing. Maybe Cardinal can assist us here, but just what are they appealing? The verdict? Because there's no sentencing yet, but the verdict? Or well, what is there to appeal yeah, on the would, verdict? Yeah, they would appeal that too, I yeah. think. And something along the case where the judgment have heard or the, the, the jurors, something. or so, They will find something. Cardinal just said they well, find anything. Well, they the pro- man into a wolf and an animal with his toenails yeah. and stuff. So they're going to yeah. find something to appeal. They feel the, the the black is in the go ahead. Are you hearing me, Ivan? Yeah. Yeah. Ivan, you hearing me? That's it. Yes, David. Yeah, David. Just just would like to you're saying that um is because of that video. But even before that video, you know there was a white reporter up there in Georgia that sort of start that ball rolling because he was asking the police questions. And they would not provide any answer, and he ended up filing um, the freedom of um, um, information. Yeah, information. that's how that's how that tape end up getting out, you know, because mm-hmm. he was asking the more once they provided the information to him, and he started to investigate, he started finding out all his cover up. That was being done in this case. So, you know, we we should say, you know, that because of him, why that verdict and that case and that tape was released. So just okay. to, just say to say that, you know, there was a report out there that did some digging. Once the the, the prosecutor out there um, had instructed 
the, the Mac Michael have what to say to the police in the cover up of that case. Okay. To say that. Okay. Can you give a take on it? Not, We're getting close to the to the end. Not only that, David. That, yes, that white reporter was instrumental in bringing that that case to to the forefront, and and and, and until the one of those big newspapers, the, the Wall Street Journal, uh, the Washington Post, took up the story because he's just a, a a small newspaper in Brunswick, but he kept yeah. pushing. And the police yeah. kept frustrating him, not giving, get, not giving information. What they gave him, they didn't even have any, any information about the young man in the reports that they gave him. And also remember, there were two prosecutors who tried to, um, to offset bringing these guys to trial. And one of them is under indictment right now for her effort to thwart bringing these guys to trial. You see, so you see how much effort was being put into trying to make sure that this did not reach the courts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So all of those little things. You, you, can you can you imagine how many people? We still have in place in positions of authority and decision making throughout all institutions in the courts, in the judiciary, in prosecutors' offices, and all over who would have pushed this under the carpet and not let it come out. You know, we talk again about Kevin, St- Kevin Strickland. Released from prison after 43 years. The guy is only 62. So which means yep. he went to jail as a teenager. Okay? 18, so, 18 or 19. So you have this guy. They just say, okay, you weren't there. You didn't kill the three people like we say. So you can go home now. And there, is, there are no provisions to compensate him in Missouri. Yeah, Somebody who yeah, set up a fund yeah. paid for this young ma- for this man, so that he can get some kind of compensation. So the state of Missouri took his life, destroyed it, and said, "Well, so what?" Yeah, you know the prosecutor who prosecuted this man is objecting to his release, and his position is that hey, the state of Missouri found you guilty, so you're guilty. We don't care what the truth is. Yep. We don't care that there's no evidence to show that you were on the scene of the crime. We said that you're guilty and you're guilty. Same refrain. We say that you're subhuman and that is what you are and that is how we are going to treat you. That is the statement that the defense attorney makes when he talks about Ahmed Arbery not wearing sex and how he stole his world, this and that. You understand? What? That relevance does not have to the question of whether these men were guilty of murdering him. None. You were just giving an all-white jury that you were permitted to pick. And two, either the fact that they are still able to pick an all-white jury mm-hmm. 
when you can't do that in the, state, in the case of a black defendant, it's still a system of injustice because the judge couldn't do anything about it. You, okay? so you, and, 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 and let's go back again. You remember the, the O.J. Simpson trial. After they got the verdict in favor of O.J. Simpson's acquittal, they said O.J. Simpson should not have had a jury out of Los Angeles. He should have had a jury out of Brentwood. Yes. You understand? This means we don't want any black people under jury. We only want rich white people under jury, and we'd all get what we want to that. That. This is this thing. This thing has not stopped. So, as as one 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 entertainer says, justice is is going to start to happen when there are enough. Guilty verdict stopped this shit completely. That's exactly what it is. I think the guy's name is Jason Isabel or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of commentary I, I could look at. We, we, we are not ready yet. The time is not yet for us to jump up and say justice is served. Because he hasn't been served to anybody. Not black people. Not Ahmed Arbery. Not his parents. Not his friends. Or anybody. What you have is a a society that has hardly ever done so, making three white men accountable for the murder of a black man. And we don't know how often this is going to happen. You know, I've had to follow up on uh, Cardinal's point there. We see the depth which they went through, that even at the beginning of the jury selection, the judge himself noted that there was obvious discrimination and intentional discrimination in, in excluding blacks from the jury. Yet, there was nothing he could do. And I, I don't quite know the, the, the laws or the rules for this, but maybe Cardinal has something he can share with us. How is it that the judge could do nothing about um, intentional, you know, well, discrimination. Go ahead. And just because, just add, because uh, that is the way the system is designed. Just, just before you come in, Cardinal, because I, I want to know to, for you to share something on the fact that they were opposing the presence of Jesse Jackson and those black ministers and and, and uh, civil rights leaders that were in in the congregation witnessing the trial. So go ahead, go ahead. Just also mention yeah, well, that as well. Well, they can do what they want. I mean, as you can see, the judge, the judge can make a decision against that. The question is, if he had made a decision in their favor where that is concerned, that would have brought concern. But, you know, you can't stop anybody from the public from, from seeing a trial. It's a public trial. And if you start from yeah. public, the public from going in, it's cause for a mistrial. Mm-hmm. If you do anything to stop the members of the public from witnessing how their government is operating, it could be cause for a mistrial. So maybe that's what they were shooting for. Well, you mm-hmm. know, the, the, the attorney, the prosecutor there, and the, actually put forward a theory that what this this defense attorney was attempting to do was to throw so much mud in the air that black folks in that area would riot and therefore that would be ground again 
for either dismissal or mistrial in this case. And that was the word, you know, I paraphrased basically, but that was the statement made by the prosecutor. I mean, yeah. you know, she can speculate on whatever they, she thought they were trying to do, mm-hmm. you know, but it, it, it all comes down to me, explain to our people the kind of culture, the kind of environment in which we live, and the, 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 the spirit of the people that maintains this environment in such a, a state of racial antagonism that you can do it in the most sacred of your, of your institution. It's designed that way. It's not a mistake. It's not an error. You know, it, there, there is nothing, there's everything wrong with that as far as the concept of morality is concerned. And justice, remember, is a principle of morality. But like I tell you, truth is a principle of morality. But like I tell you, they tell you one thing, that... A criminal trial is a quest for the truth, but that's not true. A criminal trial is a competition for the prejudice of the jury. And most of the time, you understand that that jury, its prejudice is aligned with the preservation of white supremacy. What you're going to do about the culture? It comes from the spirit of a people. Kinda, we, we have to leave it there because we are yeah. dead okay. of time. Dead, dead of time, time, believe it or not. Yes, we're dead in the water. So, folks, join us tomorrow at 6 in the p.m. We will have a whole lot of sports for you. And um, I think it's just fair that much will take us home at this time. So, mm. folks, enjoy the Thanksgiving weekend. And be safe. Let's not be sorry. Well, I did enjoy the show this morning and, you know, all the other mornings, Saturday morning. And we'll be tuning in tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow evening on the Sunday evening show, 6 to 9 p.m. So come on, come on. Tell your neighbor we are on 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Sunday. So on that note, I have 